Producer Michelle podcast. Here we are. It is producer Michelle and button monkey Justin. <laughs> he is here too. How was your Friday? Ooh, ooh. Uh, Friday, Friday was great. Actually, I had a very solid, solid Friday. That's good. I'm very happy with today, uh, and not in just in the way of like, oh yeah, it's Friday, the week is over. But um, yeah, well, how about yours? That's that. It's that's fine. I'm, I'm all right. No, come on. What's up? Tell me about yours. At some point during this episode, I would, however, like to talk to your end of Thursday because oh, <laughs> you no, know, that's exactly what I was going to bring up. The oh, first good. Time. So we, this is episode twenty-seven of the Producer Michelle podcast. I think it's twenty-seven. I think because I think whatever. I could check that button monkey on it. <laughs> Activate <laughs> button monkey. So I uh, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about the single. Well, I've got a couple of things to talk to you about today. Single most frustrating experience I've ever had in twenty-three years of working with Handle. Which was yesterday. Oh, that was. That was the single most. Really? I had to take 15 minutes and walk back into Airmix where Oscar, the producer for Gary and Shannon, and Blake, the button monkey for Gary <laughs> and Shannon, are, t- and sit down and say, I just need to chill out for 10 minutes. And I had I actually, no idea. You had no idea? No. <laughs> oh, I feel so sorry, so- uh, sorry for laughing so hard. <laughs> well, it was... In the end, it was sort of funny, but it was phenomenally frustrating. You did so say after after you had come back from that, you did say, <laughs> it feels uh, you, no, you said that it'll be funny later. <laughs> yes, yeah. it'll be funny later. <laughs> now it's later. Yeah, now it's later. So now it's it's kind of funny. So I'll share that with you. And then I want to share with you also a uh, little uh, conversations with hubby that I had uh, the other day that leads to something that's going on today after this podcast. <laughs> So we will talk about that. So let's first talk about um, the single most frustrating day that I had off the air. I have to define this now. This is the single most frustrating day. Ah! <laughs> Look at you. Button monkey hitting all kinds of stuff. Yeah! <laughs> the single most frustrating day I have ever had off the air with Bill Handel. Which is different than the single most frustrating day I've had on the air with Handel, <laughs> which was probably this morning when he let Eric Leonard go oh. halfway in the middle of a segment, and he was supposed to talk to him about another story. Ah, uh, come on! <laughs> you heard me. I was like, why did he drop him? <laughs> He's supposed to talk to him about the <laughs> sometimes and this is all a good fun but sometimes it is like uh when mommy and daddy are uh on the verge of getting a divorce and you're the kid because uh eric calls in it's one of our super segments he does his talks about the uh robert durst case yeah that's going on today and it was yeah. something that came up last minute so i said hey eric since you're going there today I want you to talk about this and say what's you know what's happening. And then he was supposed to continue with another story that was really fascinating, kind of related, also a murder case that uh, he was dealing with yesterday. 
So Eric is talking to him, talking to him, and then Hale goes, okay, Eric, thank you very much. And Eric goes, okay. And then, so my job is I hang up on whoever is on the phone. In radio, there's Well, you no... don't really have to do that when Handel is, because is, he hangs up on everybody. That's true. Uh, so I hang, on this case, I hung up, and then uh, only to have it start blinking again, mm-hmm. to somebody was calling in to what we have, like a back line. And so I pick up the phone, and Eric's like, I thought we were also going to be talking about the other case. Meanwhile, I'm sitting over at the screener console going, why is he, why did he let Eric go? <laughs> and then I had to go back into the studio while Handel's starting to talk about the other story on his own. And I'm like, Eric's on this too. He went, oh, I didn't know that. Yes, you did. It was, in, I told you. It was on a sheet of paper right in front of him. <laughs> Oh, oh come on! Love and hate that what man at the, the same age? time. I, hate, I swear to God, there are days where he want I want to pull out my hair. I bet. Oh. I bet. Well, let's talk about the one that happened off the okay. air. So this happened yesterday off the air. Handle is starting a new commercial with a company called Blue Apron. It's the food delivery company. It's great, and, and I use it. I you know have used it for a while, and so he's starting the new. Uh, endorsement for them, and he's rescheduling some of his uh, deliveries. So we were talking about how we, you know, I use it, and he was like, "Well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to use all the food all the time." I go, "Well, whatever you don't use, just bring in to me, because then I'll make it for my husband." You know, because they, they go out and they eat and whatever. So anyway, so we were just kind of working this thing, and, and everybody knows that Handle needs help to do anything on the internet. This is why I buy his underwear. When he goes on vacation, because unless I needs, buy him for Hanukkah, yeah, or he'll come in and say, "I need, uh, I need uh, undershirts that wick away sweat." So then I have to. <laughs> oh. So anyway, oh. so because and the reason why it's not because I'm a peon or anything like that. It's because I could do it very quickly because yeah. I'm very fast at it. He doesn't really have to think about it. I already have all of his credit card info. And uh, I can just do it really quick, and then it gets done, and he could kind of check it off the list that's in his head, which is really long, apparently. <laughs> so he needed help to kind of navigate this Blue Apron thing. So I go, we go to the website. He goes, come on, let's do this Blue Apron thing. And he comes in, and what he wanted to do was see what the menu was, because you could see what food they're going to deliver. You can change things if you don't like what they're going to deliver. So when you go to the page... It shows you, hey, you're scheduled for your deliveries. Here when they're gonna, here's when they're gonna come, and here's what you're gonna get in each delivery. So you get three. He gets three different meal prep stuff for each, you know, delivery. So I said, here's your first weeks of week of food. Here's what you're gonna get. And he's like, well, I don't want that. I don't want that. And I don't want that. And I said, well, that's what you're getting. So if you want to change it, we can change it. Let's see what you can change it to because they give you other options. So then I click on the thing, and then six choices pop up. You get three, okay? Six choices pop up. The original three that they showed you, and then three more. And so you can check which ones you want, what combination you want. So he was, I was trying to explain to him. <laughs> He's like, well, that all looks good. I'll just take all of that. No, no. Okay. You only get three. You only get three. Okay, well, I want that. And then I want that. And sometimes when you choose two, some of the other options disappear because they don't. You can't get them in certain combinations or what. Because you whatever. pay like a flat monthly rate. Right. Exactly. 
So as I'm checking things off, I'm trying to tell him, okay, he goes, well, I want that. The one that's you can't get. No, you can't get that one because you're only, these are your options. Well, why is it up there? No, you can't. And then he sees below it the food for the following On a separate window, yeah. On a separate window. And he's like, well, I want that. I want that. And I'm like, that's not available to you. Let's just focus this week. Focus. Bender and I are dying. And they're laughing in the I background. I could barely sit in my chair because it was literally like watching a verbal Three Stooges like yeah. sketch. It was. It was like who's on first? Yes, it was you cussing. No, you can't have that. Okay, how about that? I want that. No, no, you got. If you listen to me, I'm trying to show yes. you. You can have this one. This. I don't want those though. I want that one. Yeah. I already got those three. Exactly. No, you can only pick three. Mm-hmm. And, we were, and, and then Savedra comes in. Neil Savedra, our fork reporter, comes in. And he just stands back to witness the entire frustrating situation. Wait, hold on, though. Before he came in, was my favorite part of it was they went back and forth. Well, I'm going to guess maybe 90 seconds, right? Yes. There's 90 seconds of, no, I don't want, you can't have that. But I want this one here. Well, then can I get that one? No, you can't. These three are the ones you can yeah. choose from. Pick I don't from like these. Pick yeah. The, yeah, constantly that. Just a barrage of noise, like a Tasmanian devil swirling around. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, you know what, Michelle, just get whatever you want, and then whatever I don't like, I'll bring to you, because that's just what's going to happen anyway, which is the exact sentence that you started the conversation with. Exactly. He turns around, walks away from the computer. You said, okay, and for no reason whatsoever, he goes, well, okay, hold on. Show me one more time. Oh, my and God. And that's when Neil walks in as he's walking back towards you. And he witnesses another, like, three and a half minutes yeah. of this this – frustrating dance it's like when you tell it's like when you have something in front of a kid yeah and you say pick three out of five and they go well i want those i I want this well you can't have that because it's not on the list it's not on the the option of one of the options i gave you preposterous (laughs) so frustrating and and I'm getting madder because these two are laughing. I got Neil standing there watching. I got Handel go and I'm thinking to myself and 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 here's this is here's what's frustrating about this the most is that if he would take the extra 60 seconds to listen yes. to exactly what I said, he would get it in the first try. But because he has about I don't know 15 seconds of patience for anybody talking to him about anything, he misses the last 45 seconds of what you say. Yeah. And then you, it's, oh my God, it was the most frustrating thing I it have was, ever done. In you're my wrong. It was career. hilarious, is <laughs> well, what it it's, was. It's funny now, but it's it was very not funny, funny now. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, I posted. That is very funny. <laughs> on my desk, I have a basket. And in this basket, there is money. There is co- there are coins, there are dollar bills, and there is even a five dollar bill because you know, like Starbucks, you have to kind of mm-hmm. you know prep the tip jar. You give them an idea of what can be laid down. This is my tip jar, and what I do with this tip jar is I put a note on it, and it says I used to have a note on it that says tips for dealing with handle for putting up with handle. Mm-hmm. So now I changed the note, and now it says tips for putting up with handle. If you were present for the Blue Apron conversation, Uh you'll know what I mean. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. I think I have to contribute then. And I'm mad because Bill never contributes to this. (laughs) It used to be like a glass bowl, and then recently you upgraded to a larger basket, and I suggested that you bring it into the studio with you during the show so that every time 
he uh, does something or says something that is either contrary to what you have prepped him for and said, this is what we're doing here, mm-hmm. or he forgets something you said, then he has to put in a dollar. Yeah, I think I, I might try that. you could retire within the year. I might be able to do that, and I think <laughs> I will start doing that, because that's how frustrated I was. It was so funny. I wish everybody... <laughs> It took everything in me not to grab my phone. If I wasn't laughing so hard to where I couldn't breathe, I would have grabbed my phone and recorded From it. From now on, just grab your phone and record it. Yes, because ma'am. like I said, a day or two later, I'll think it's funny and say, let's post it, it up so on the good. website. Because it's just it. No, you can't have that. But I want that. I don't like What is Picacha anyway? <laughs> it's like, oh my God. This is just as frustrating as this, this situation I've had with my mom for the last couple of days. You heard part of that conversation yesterday. Yes. I was on the phone with my mother, and unfortunately, one of her cousins, her husband, died. And it was a very similar situation to when my dad died, and she had been caring for him for a really long time. And so my mom was sad. And so I said, of course, she's going to be sad. So I said to her, um, you know, well, are you planning on going to the funeral? And they happen to live in Delaware. And my mother says to me, you do know that Delaware is on the west, on the East Coast, right? You do know that. And all we hear in the office is, <laughs> yes, I'm aware of where Delaware is. <laughs> <laughs> now, if memory serves, that is before the handle thing or is that it was after? Before the handle yeah. thing. So that was how ben, the what became the uh, Michelle Cube show right. uh, before <laughs> for Bender and I in the office that day. That's how it started. But that was the result of me calling her because she's been she wants to do Nutrisystem and Costco has this deal on Nutrisystem. And it's not you, – you don't just go to Costco and buy it and, and bring all the stuff home. You have to buy it, and then you go to the website, and then you pick, right? So I'm trying to navigate her through that. She said, well, what, if I buy it, why can't I go just buy it at the store? Well, if you buy it, all you're going to get is a gift card. And then you're going to have to go to the website, and you're going to have to put the gift card code in. Then you're going to have to pick up all pick all your food. But I don't want the gift card. Right. So I said – just so I had to walk her through buying the gift card, and then I said, "What's going to happen is it's going to take a couple hours for them to send you the code. When they send you the code, call me at home, and then I'll go to the Nutrisystem site and I will navigate through it." So last night, I spent half an hour on the phone with my mom. It and this okay, I have to say this first. So I bought the program for her, Costco.com, while she was on the phone with me. And when I, and as I'm buying it, I said to her, okay, I need your Costco membership card. Do you know the membership card, the Visa card that has Costco thing? Yes. And so and she gets real sassy sometimes, my what? mother. And this is what So I said, Okay, give me the, the Costco membership number that's on the back of the card. And she starts giving me the number that's the credit card number. And I know it's the credit card number because of the way she's giving it to me. I said, no, that's not it. I need you to give me the Costco membership number. It's on the back of the card. Well, that's the number I gave you. No, that's not. That is the credit card number. Turn the card over and look for where it says Costco membership number. And so she turns it over, and then she starts giving me a different number. So, okay, that's the number. That's the membership number. Credit card number, good. So I got it, right? So a couple hours later, she calls me at home. Oh, okay, I got, the, I got this email that has the code or whatever in it. And I said, okay. Let me get on my computer. I go to Nutrisystem.com. I fill out the thing. I ask her for the code. And so she starts giving me a credit card number. And I'm, No, no, I don't need your credit card number. You already paid for it. Give me the code that's in the email. Oh, oh okay. So she gives me the code that's in the email. And then what I have to do is go through breakfast, lunch, and dinner and pick out 
20 breakfasts, 20 lunches, 20 dinners, 20 snacks. So because I'm on the phone with my mother, I have to go through each product. Okay, oh. so here are your choices. You have the honey bagel. You have the Nutriflakes. You have the oatmeal. You have the what do you want? And so I'm going through, and as I'm going through, she's like, okay, I'll have that. I'll have that. I'll have that. And then we go through, and we pick like 10, and then she needs 20. So you got to go back and add one, right? Had to do that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner snacks. For 20 days? For, for Yeah, you had to pick 20 breakfasts, 20 lunches, 20 dinners, 20 snacks. Wow. It was phenomenally frustrating. I bet. So You're, it was uh, just like, just after dealing with that, I had to deal with my <laughs> no, I don't want that. I don't want that. I want, oh. uh, Can I get this? Anyway. <laughs> you do know that Delaware is on the East Coast, don't you? Yes, I know where Delaware is. I'm aware. That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. It was so frustrating. So anyway, that w- that was the first story of the day. And now the second story I want to get to is a story that kind of results in what's going to happen here after the podcast. <laughs> so, uh, Justin, I'm going to hand you this because we're oh. going to do a dramatic reenactment. Okay. Oh, by the way, there's a picture of my uh, tip basket on uh, the website, kfim640.com, keyword handle. Am I allowed to turn this over? You can turn it over, yeah. Okay. So you're going to play the part of me. Okay. Um, and But before we play the little theme music, I'm yeah. going to do this little uh, – I'll do the the stuff that's in the parentheses, or you know, when after the music starts. But You're so basically, here's what happened. This is a conversations with hubby kind of thing, okay? And you you all know, like, I'm working on a book seriously about all my conversations with my husband. I post them on Facebook. I started a Facebook page called Conversations with Hubby because people get a kick out of these conversations that my husband and I have, and they're absolutely 100 percent true because my husband is like five year old, so it's, it's, they're really fun. So over the weekend, our kitchen faucet broke. What happened was I was just, I don't, it must have gotten corroded or something. It's been there for 10 years. So it's, I, I went to go, it's just one of those single faucets. Yeah, it's a single handle and the handle stem pulled off yeah, because pulled. a tiny set screw probably mm-hmm. either fell out or got No, it just kind of, the corroded. whole thing broke. Yeah. So I pulled it up, the faucet broke and the water was still on. I couldn't figure out how to turn it off. And then I'm like. Wait, I want my husband to figure out how to turn it off. And then I'm like, okay, let me get a pair of pliers. So I got a pair of pliers. I turned it off. So that's the way I've been turning on and off the faucet lately for this whole week has been with a pair of pliers. So I told my husband that he needed to get us a new faucet. So he went to, he went to work at Costco. And here is the resulting conversation after that purchase. Cue music. Outside, it's a rainy day in Southern California. Inside, Michelle is relaxing and watching Real Housewives of Atlanta. Tim enters, just home from work. Here's your faucet. Got it for a great price. Hey, that's a fancy faucet. Thanks. Too fancy for us? Nah. Hey, Justin said he could come over and install it. He's got a few rental properties and that, that he does handyman work for, so he could do it easy. You know... I can do stuff like that. I used to build stuff all the time when I lived by myself. It wasn't until I met you and you started your, mm, that's not right. Mm, there's a screw left over that's supposed to go there. Mm, that looks crooked. Uh, until you started doing all that stuff, that's when I stopped doing it. There's supposed to be pieces left over. They planned for that. Yep. I can and I do do it. See that ceiling fan? I put it up all by myself. Yeah, and I wait for the night. I hear the crash of it to the floor while I'm lying in bed. It's stable. Oh, I really don't remember how I did that holding it with just one hand, but I can't do it. Uh-huh. 
Just ask Justin if he'll come over. We'll take him to lunch. And scene. <laughs> so, my friends, that is what's <laughs> happening after this podcast. Justin is coming over to install my faucet. Yeah, and I got to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I could I could put in a faucet. Am I a licensed plumber? No, but uh, hearing about this conversations with Hubby did make me a little nervous. <laughs> That uh, that maybe one Michelle Cube has a higher standard of than which I no. am able to uh, arrive on, but you did because here's the thing: when you do put together a ceiling fan, they give you smaller set screws and stuff. They'll give you one or two extra, but no. you made it clear that he has like five You're not pieces. Supposed to have like seven pieces left over. Maybe not run that ceiling fan on high. Yeah, no. you want me to take a look? That would be no, really condescending, though. If fine. I also let me check the ceiling fan. It's fine. I'm sure this faucet <laughs> isn't very difficult. I mean. The hole is there. It's one piece. There's really probably not a lot to it. I'm sure that he could do it, but I'm but <laughs> I love him and he does stuff. But he'll do stuff. I explained this to you, like kind of my dad. Like he reminds me of my dad in that way, where my dad was an engineer and he built his own little you know home, uh, you know kind of workshop. But it it all it's always it was always kind of jerry rigged. Yep, and. He used to build things to hold remotes and things that didn't always look very pretty, but did the job. Like, for him, it was like, engineer, does the job. That's it. Doesn't have to look pretty as long as it gets done. Look what they did with Apollo 13 when they had to jerry-rig it so they could get the guys back, right? My grandfather was your father without the engineering degree or high school education. (laughs) He would do that. He would take a three-inch deck screw and put it into an inch and a half thick like end table next and then and drive that three inch screw in there just to hang his glasses <laughs> and it, the head of the screw would scratch his glasses i told you this too my favorite thing that my grandfather ever did we came over to visit, and my dad my dad is a perfectionist and he's a licensed contractor now i think mostly because of growing up with his father and seeing him you know kind of half-ass everything one time we came in there and I couldn't figure it out first, but there was a bumblebee tuna can sitting in the middle of the living room floor <laughs> next to the chair. And I thought it had fallen over. And I, as I got closer, though, I see that there is a, a jack, like a phone jack cable plugged into it. Inside the can. Inside the can. And so I was like, what the? And my grandfather wasn't there. It was just me and my dad. We were waiting for them to come back to the house. And I was like, what the? He goes, I know what this is. <laughs> Your grandfather didn't like where his chair was, so he wanted his chair to be here in the living room. But he needed the phone. But he needed to the be phone, close. even though it's a. This is what makes it better. It's a cordless phone. <laughs> but he, but he, he put the cordless phone on the new table there. But he didn't have a phone jack in the floor, so he just drills a hole like you would just any hole, like a a pre-drilled hole, and then he runs the phone wire up that. But then he and he planned to just put the jack there, but the, there is no recess where you can mount the jack because it has to have all the everything it right. connects to. So his idea is now he's got to elevate the phone jack, and he looks at this round old seventies faceplate and he goes, "That's the same size as a bumblebee tuna can." So he goes and I'm sure only eats a can of tuna so that he so can he have can, a phone jack. So he can wash it out. Yeah, he would not jack. throw it away. And right. I'm willing to bet he didn't even wash it out. He right. just emptied out the tuna, had himself a quick sandwich. And then cut both sides with the can opener. And then he had to take two pieces of wood and screw those into the floor so that the faceplate had something to mount to as well. I mean, it's an amazing feat of engineering when you're a redneck. Oh, my God. And he didn't take That's the label so off. Funny. That's why you, he just left the label Bumblebee Tuna. 
on there. Oh, I love that guy. I miss uh, him. No, I mean, my dad used to do stuff like that all the time. And, and my dad could do really great work, too. Like, he would build stuff that was very clean. And, but sometimes if he was just trying to fix stuff, you know, something, he just did it kind of real quick. Yeah. And it would always piss my mom off. I bet. Because he built for me when I was a kid. I think, I, God, I told this story at his funeral. It was part of the eulogy. But it was um, when I was a kid, I think I was six, maybe five or six years old. I had to be, it had to be before first grade. So I had to be like maybe maybe four or five. All I wanted for Christmas was one of those little kitchen sets, those little plastic kitchen sets that had like a fridge, had a stove with all the fake plastic food. But your food. size. Yeah, my size, like little kid size, yeah. right? So that's all I wanted for Christmas. I think that was the only thing I put on my Christmas list that year. So what my dad did, instead of going to buy me one, he built one out of wood, and he covered the wood in contact paper. Uh, and so, and he, and he made a refrigerator, and he made a stove with a little door that opened, and then on the top of the stove, he put um, knobs. knobs. You know, he put knobs on the, the thing, and then he also took black electrical tape and made a round, round circle with X's to look like the burners, Right. And then he also made fake, like he made fake food boxes and stuff. And Christmas morning, I come running out to the Christmas tree waiting to see this this gaudy plastic Fisher-Price looking thing. And all I see is this brown refrigerator and <laughs> stove. And I stop in my tracks and I just burst into tears. Oh, no. And my dad, I felt so like I didn't. You, you didn't. You don't realize it because you you want what your everybody else has. You want what all your friends have. You don't want all. All I can think about when I was a kid was how my friends are going to laugh at me because I had this homemade one and not a real one, and it broke. I'm sure it broke my dad's heart. And I remember my mom pulling me aside and saying, "This is so much better than what your friends have because your dad made it for you." And I remember like. I so remember that moment as a kid. It's one of one of those memories that I just remember thinking, I'm an asshole. <laughs> 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 I don't think I knew the word at the yeah, time. Yeah. But I just remember what an ass. And then at, once I kind of realized that, I, I really appreciated it a lot more. But I just remember that moment of waiting to see this pretty, gaudy, Fisher-Price-looking thing and seeing this thing my dad built. And... I kept it until it was still in the basement when we left New York. I bet it and I was could 15. last forever. It lasted forever, and it didn't break. It didn't peel. It didn't. Yeah, it was. It last. It was still there when we moved. When I was fifteen, we had to finally uh, throw it away. Wow! But I felt bad. I was an asshole. <laughs> now, uh, so just so I know what I'm walking into today yes. after we're done with this You're episode. Walking into a house if this with- is the last episode, and next week there is another button monkey <laughs> slash lackey on the show. Uh, please notify my family and next of kin. Uh, I do have a life insurance policy, and I just would like them to see a payday. But um, I'm wondering, like, what is your what is going to be your husband's temperament? Well, one, I don't think he's going to be home because I think he's still going to be at work. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if if he's home, he'll be fine. Oh, okay. Great. He he this he wasn't when we do have these conversations. He wasn't really mad. He was just frustrated. Yeah. Like he's frustrated that I that <laughs> that I pick. But it's everything. Here's what I like about your and guys' he likes you. relationship is that everything you guys do, even the frustration from the outside looking in at right. least, 
it is comedic. It's, it's the, yes. it, like he's doing it more for the sitcom that he gets to live in yes. than his actual. He doesn't really. He's a. He this doesn't is, care, and you know what? He doesn't want to do it. Yeah. He doesn't want to put the faucet in. It's also infinitely why he's a better man than me. Is that this kind of stuff? Not that it should, but anything. I was talking to my wife about this, where I asked her. I go, she goes, "You seem so stressed." Uh, yesterday, I just something happened. I can't remember what it was. Oh, she brought up curtains. She want to put curtains over a rolling shade we have in our window. And this is a conversation we had five freaking years ago when we bought the house. And then randomly, conveniently, after we have some wild and crazy sex, BT dubs, <laughs> she just all of a sudden like, let me just set this here. Like, hey, don't you think we should put curtains on that? And it was very confusing to my simple male brain because I was like, I feel like I should give you what you want because you totally gave, gave me, me what, what I, I want. want. <laughs> <laughs> but... Is this going to be the new normal yes. where every time this right. happens, you're going to ask me for Is something? Is this how the rat's going to get her grape every single time? And then as a male, I'm like, am I okay with that? Because I kind of feel like I am. <laughs> but because I rock a mangina from time to time to time, uh, I will kind of go debate that. So anyway, she goes, you seem – and I said, am I somebody who gets easily stressed? And she goes, yes. And I'm like, wait, what do you – what? And I, which is stupid because I asked the question. But, I sh- but here I had to redefine the definition of stress. So right. what came back and the point, of, the reason I bring all this up is because she said you get easily frustrated if things don't go the way you want them to, or it's not working out. You you get upset, you get frustrated. You can do a lot to me. Right. To me, right? That's stress. Stress yeah. means you can handle a lot of things going on at one time, have a lot of responsibilities, yes. a lot of obligations, and it doesn't overwhelm you. Right. I don't think I get easily overwhelmed, but I do get easily frustrated. Yes, I would and, agree with that. And if my <laughs> You do. Yeah, it, it, it is very true. You do. And, and I do peg. I go from like fine to what the hell exactly. like that. Yeah. So anyway, um, this is what I like. I, I imagine just the idea of me going, you know, I could fix that. If if I my wife was asking somebody else to come to the house and put in a faucet, I would take it as an affront. Yeah. No, he wouldn't take it as an affront. And as a matter of fact, he could do it. And he yes. would do the faucet, but it's not going to happen for six months. <laughs> so because – and I feel – like I told you this yesterday. I feel kind of bad asking you to come over because I was going to just hire a handyman. Then I'm like, well, wait a second. Maybe I could hire Justin. Then you're like, I'm not going to take money. I said, oh, yeah. I'll take you to lunch. And then I was like, oh, my God, I feel really bad because I should ask his wife if that's okay. No, but that's the other thing is that my wife is used to me being uh, rented out, if you would. She's never <laughs> volunteered me. But uh, as I, my favorite story is my good friend Kevin was – he'd just gotten married and he's going he, – they were going to paint their kitchen, him and his new wife. And she's like, well, what kind of paint should we get? And, and is there like – do we have to have a specific kind? And he goes, you know, this is why every woman needs a man in her life. And that's why I have Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give him a call. Yeah. And I – but and that's the thing is I, I'm not a painter. I think it's – I'm not really good. No, the, but you're – but you, see, you have a plumber's bag. Like yeah. you have a bag. You I have, have a bag of plumbing bag. tools. Yes. Exactly. Because you asked me, do you have this kind of wrench? And I'm like, I don't know. I got a bunch of wrenches. I got a bunch of stuff. You don't got a faucet. I wrench. got a lot of of tools from my dad from whatever i've got and tim buys tools all the time doesn't use them but he buys them <laughs> so does tim like tools stuff. does he like to tinker? he likes tools i think if we had a bigger house yeah. with a garage where he could go and putz around most of the time he would have it set up with all the tools and you that's know, what on i the have wall. Yeah. he would love that but when i, I bought the house i right built now. cabinets i built a countertop yeah. that's 36 inches deep so i could put bigger stuff on it that's oh, gonna so be what we have in the next house so just be ready because you might have to come out and build it. Pull all my uh, – I got open-end wrenches. 
that are all on a little pegboard. <laughs> See? Sexy as hell. Oh, oh, my God. When I see them all in there, the metrics are underneath the standards. Why? Because America is better than Europe <laughs> in my tool shit. Well, what you should expect coming over today is a house that's a little bit messy because I haven't had a chance to yeah, clean it. Why do you it, like, care about it? You've mentioned this like four times. Why and, do you care? And uh, it might smell a little bit like wet dog because Buffy fell in the water dish this morning. I feel bad because I laughed so, when you first said this, and I know I, Buffy's very old, but it's no, just a I, funny thing I to say. I sort of laughed at it, too, and I felt really bad for her, but she's fine. <laughs> so that's what to expect when you come over All to right. the house. So anyway, uh, the podcast this week, your podcast, thedadpodcast.com. Yes. Now, I know you recorded one this week with, with a mystery A-Rod guest. With Bender. Aaron Bender. Now, is that up this week, or is it going to be up next so week? So by the time you're hearing this, it'll come out, uh, if you got this just as it came out, it'll come out Sunday the 8th. Okay, perfect. Is when that episode will come I out I want to make sure January. we promote that on Handle Show next week, too. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Because that's a great, I, I can't wait to hear that. It was a lot of fun. It's okay. a lot of me complaining and griping and Bender laughing and snickering. <laughs> Well, it's your podcast. Uh, that's true, I, but I felt bad. I, I'm not very good at letting him get a word in edgewise in it, but it's fun. <laughs> but it's the dad podcast. And we're going to do more because And it was your two great. dads. Yes. So thedadpodcast.com, check that out. You can follow Justin on Twitter at KFI Justin. You can follow me on Twitter at Prod Michelle. And if you go to Facebook, uh, go to Conversations with Hubby or hashtag Conversations with Hubby so you can see more of these conversations that I have with my husband. I think we're going to make this a regular thing where we will uh, dramatically reenact some of these uh, conversations with hubbies. They're not very, very long most of the time. Usually they're fights over music uh, and who's better, Pearl Jam or Nirvana. That was one of my favorites. I think we covered that one. That, went, that went on for several days because <laughs> I just – and I only did it just because I love to antagonize him a little bit because it annoys him, especially when it comes to music because so, he prides himself in teaching me about rock music. The proper history of rock music. And so when I screw with him, he gets really upset. It's kind of funny. But anyway. Definitely (laughs) funny. And you can follow Princess on Instagram at PGKTheChi. So the only thing left is wanting you to remember this. He was smart. He was kind. He was important. That's so good. See you next week. And today won't mean a thing. Now my baby.